1-866-367-6020. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. 3952783 for more information. Media partners Joy FM and Breeze FM. Could you enter live at La Body Beach Hotel? It is the fantastic music void with the maestro Kojo and G. Wow. Joy 
This is not time for Matra This is the time for somebody who is trying to That's all I can say. Thank you very much. Why the, all the managers we have to answer about that decision all the time? Ask them. Not not me, not ourselves. All the time we are. I mean you have players that win trophies, you have players that get statues, then you have players that get trophies and statues. Let's talk about six, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about six. You got to move. That's what it says in the song. Joy 99.7 FM Friday night. And we're moving indeed. Charlie, guys, let me welcome my guys into the studio first of all. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, And the presidential media encounter. And when Anado finished, and they played the national anthem, and they finished. You know what he said? He said, yeah, thank you for coming, blah, 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 blah. He said, four years for Nana. Four years for Nana and everybody, we, we all said it. The president. He himself said it. He is himself aside said it. Aside Oswald 2020 trending, four years for Nana is also trending. Yeah, four years for yeah. Nana is also four trending. Four so those are the two top trends. Oswald is around, but we've given him enough airtime on Joy <laughs> Prime and uh, drive, drive Time. So we'll, we'll leave it. We'll touch briefly on, on what, you know, the last 48 hours have 
have taught us, yeah. especially with the, the whole Oswald craze and everything, about how young men seem to just want a release, you know. But it's a few days to Christmas here at Joy 99.7 FM. And like you know, tomorrow is the Joy Party. Uh, what's it called? Family Party, party in the Park. In the park yeah, yes, yes, yes. Like we said, we are going to be really, really serious about singing and uh, bringing you our own Joy Sports Choir. Uh, of course, we'll be having a remix. We are going to sing. A refix of Kwampa as well. Tomorrow is a joy family party in the park and we're getting ready for it, the Christmas edition, really. it's That's how we are starting the Christmas here. We've also got at Multimedia the Afro uh, Cella. Afro Cella, right? Yeah, Afro Cella, Afro Cella is, is on the 28th. Charlie, the year of return, guys are going to enjoy. I've been seeing you some know, videos. I've been seeing exactly. some videos this Someone weekend. Someone in town. Yeah, I, I saw, you town. saw the one of the lady at the airport. Of course. Who came and was dancing. Like, she happy yeah. said she come Ghana. Yeah, and I they watch the video, I'm like, Hey. This is the year of return. Like the way she happy says she come Ghana. Eh? There's happiness in this country. Yo, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. There's happiness in the country because if there's no happiness in the country, like what the video you saw, uh, the Lugon student <laughs> after the odds drop. The odds drop. <laughs> you saw how the happiness. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if there's no happiness in the country, you wouldn't get anything of that nature. So happiness in this country. Okay. It's not just here at Joy FM we are looking forward to a good Christmas day. Like I said, the President's Media Encounter was also very good natured today. And after it was done, one of the final questions came from our own countryman, Songo, who puts uh, some some um, pertinent issues on Kwesiapia. As you know, and as we've said many a time on this show, his contract is coming to an end. He put it to the President that, I mean, what's his interest in Kwesiapia's contract and does he want him to stay? Would he advise the GFA to renew the deal and so on and here's what the president said do i want chrissy up here to say this is a difficult thing for me to answer because <laughs> uh, uh, if, uh, if, if i say yes it's like i'm putting pressure on the football association to renew his contract and if i say no then i know for sure they'll not be able to do it so let me keep away from answering that question altogether. 
it's good of the president. He, he understands his power. You know, he says, if he says no, I mean, they will not be able to do it because, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an order from you know, above. If, if, I, if I were president, I would have given the same answer. Because, oh, of, of course, course. If, if you say yes, then you put pressure on the Football Association to... It's a know, trick question. Yeah, exactly. To renew Kuchapia's contract. And already you know they're talking in town about how uh, Kuchapia is Nana's <laughs> friend and Nana wants him to stay. So if the president should have said, oh... Of course, uh, I think that Chris Yapia in his three years, uh, looking at, uh, let's use statistics, you understand, the number of matches he's played, the number of matches that he's won, percentage rate of, uh, you know, wins and draws as well as uh, defeats, I, I think that he should stay. Then it confirms uh, the uh, reports or the rumor that, yes, Nanado is uh, Chris Yapia's friend and that he wants him to stay. And also, it puts pressure on the FA, Keto Kriko and the guys there. So I think that Nanado was very political with the answer and, uh, that was so uh, I, mean, I, I think part. it was very very smart Hans let me bring you in if, if there's I'm, anybody I'm who will go sideways <laughs> of course Hans I'm Hans going to go sideways of course you know I mean there, there, there is this perception that um, the political class or the ruling class wants Kwesi Apia to remain as to head continue, coach of the yeah. Black Stars I'm going to make a statement if that is true I think that they have to um, take a cue from the answer that the president gave now yeah. consider this scenario if Kwesi had gone to Afcon to A19 and won, what do you think would have been the, the, the answer of the president? No, oh, this. give him another one. Give him, a, give him another one. Because that was the state. target. The target was so to the go president and wouldn't have abstained from answering the question. No, yeah. not at all. He probably would have gone al- along the lines uh, of... I, I, see, I, see going, I see where you are going. I see where you are going. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I see where you are so, going. So, if indeed, okay, the political class won't Kwesi Apia maintained, yeah. they should probably take a second look at the president's response that he gave to this question and advise themselves accordingly. The, the answer is in his, his non-answer. Of course. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> of course. Deductive reasoning, yeah. If Kwesiapi had won the AFCON, I'm dead sure that the president's response yeah. would have been the affirmative. Yeah. Oh, but but, you know, but, but if, if Kwesiapi had won the tournament, I'm sure yourself would have clamored for oh, him to but, stay. But the question was not put to me. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. He's just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. saying of course. I'm yeah. just saying that and, and all of us in this studio, if Kwesiapi had won the tournament, there is no way... Everybody would have said, and the president would have said, say, but since he's not answering the affirmative. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only saying that if what we are hearing that people within the upper echelons of power want to see appear maintained, if indeed it's true, they should. Which people? No, no, no. Which people? No, I've been, I've, eh? I've been able to mention. The eh? president. Eh? We heard President Aldo wants Chris Yapia to stay. Oh, but he's, he already, he's already answered the question. So, anyway, yeah. okay, let's move on to other things. Now, this wasn't the only thing um, the president was asked, especially on sports. Dan Kwekwebua was also called up. He was asked about, uh, he asked the president about sports infrastructure, but the president was a bit coy about it. Here's what he said. I just want us to exhaust what the president said, and then we can move on to the main matter for today. The sports ministry is doing quite a lot of work in expanding football infrastructure state the sports ministry is doing quite a lot of work in expanding football infrastructure stadia are going uh mini stadia are being built across the country and the efforts are being made to make sure that what we have now is in good is in good stead uh we're in a position now to have three or four different stadia which can be used for uh, international engagements recently we were in cape coast tamale has had one kumasi has and accra has and that in itself is uh, a hopeful development Joy, 99.7 FM. So that was the president there. I mean, there wasn't much said on, on, on the sports, it must be said. Um, it was a good media encounter. I mean, I thought, anybody want to touch on, on, on it? I, Ghana Connect has, have, you know, spliced and diced their presidential media encounter. But my personal 
opinion was that it was quite good. It was a hastily, you know, mm. uh, called up media encounter, but it went well. I, mean, I was happy about the journalist questions. I mean, this year, this time was a very, very marked improvement of the last time. I saw people coming with their pieces of paper, you know, the questions written down. Yeah. Those who didn't bring their pieces of paper had written it on their phones. Our former colleague, Francis Aban, yeah. asked a brilliant question about gender. And we So those who didn't write it down and even spoke extemporaneously, yeah. the answers were well, con- and the questions were well considered, were well composed as well. I thought they, they gave a, a good account of, of, our, of our profession, really, not. Um, so, no patronizing of the president where people come in and shower praises and all of that. No, Songo no. gives some small fans. Well, yeah, but but you yeah. see, he all said, of he it, said he likes the free SHS. Yeah, yeah, but all of it was <laughs> measured, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, the guy who came in and spoke about his look and everything, I mean, all of it was measured. He gave the compliment and straight away he went on to ask his question. Now, um, I, I've been upset about something over the years and that is how the media encounter is always treated as something that, you know, just comes up. Oh, we should quickly, let's hurry up and quickly get it over and done with, you know. I remember very well that my very good friend, uh, Honorable Mustafa Hamid, um, you know, when he was in charge of, uh, you know, information, once said, oh, uh, you know, the president is a very busy man. And, you know, I was I was not there at the presidency. That yeah. I, I would have... I would have gone really hard at him very good friend of mine but hey look busy. i mean you don't make yes and 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 the media encounter is a key part of the discharge of everyday business with government mm. so you don't come and it's tell us that of, yes, of oh, yeah. we are, are we, and we know for the politicians they want to quickly cut everything out so they don't get any tough questions and anything but for me the highlights were the the question about uh, the killings in gambia yeah and also that one that pinned the president down to say look i i don't want to answer this this was a very yeah. honest admission you know it was very it's a very tough question for for where he from where he sits i and, think and, it's very and, and i thought that and i've always said about the the media encounters of the president i know it the first hour where the, the president drones on about his achievements, Charlie, see, we don't always get the president to engage us in a media encounter. So if we have two hours and the president uses 55 minutes or one hour to tell us about his achievements, when the Ministry of Information is there... So you we, think that we, we should just be straightforward? You understand? Oh, come, we, we play the national anthem, um, an introduction, brief, 15 minutes, and then we start the media encounter. Yeah. Because everything the president has said... You know, I've done this, we've done this, my government, I've done this. Mm. We get that at the meet the press with the various ministries all the time. This is becoming an extension of Ghana Mm. Connect. So, (laughs) before we wrap it up, uh, before we wrap it up, um, you know, we're looking forward to the start of the Ghana Premier League season. Yeah, yeah. Ambulance services will be very key. And for me, um, nobody nobody wants to do any politics here. But no, this is reality. This is a problem that that, 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 that stares all of us in the face. And I will be very appalled and very disgusted and very, very, uh, when. I ever hear and I touch this is I mean touch wood uh, when when we should ever hear that there was a there was an incident somewhere or there was an emergency at a league center and and we couldn't get you know emergency care or, or ambulance services there I mean for me really yeah the reason is good I and mean, people are getting it and others are not getting it but hey it is a continuous process let's find a way of you know uh doing some nomenclature some way somehow and say okay those whose name starts with a get the first set or those who are in the south get it or are starting from the north to the south 
everybody would understand. Man. Let's get it on with. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you, you know, because the sports program, I quickly want to touch on some of the few uh, sports issues that were raised there. I mean, in terms of the questions that uh, some of our colleagues asked, mm. then it was Kukia Boy and our own countryman Songo that got the opportunity to, to, to ask, ask questions. questions yeah. Yeah. I mean, Songo's question about Kusiapia, of course, is something that's been discussed. So uh, it was right and proper, you know, to find out from the president what his view was on that, as well as uh, the other bit on the direction of football in a country with yeah. a new uh, Ghana GFA. Football Association. He played a key role in FIFA, setting up the normalization committee. So that was also right. And uh, the bit I was disappointed was uh, the, uh, the the not saying anything about Richard Comey's, uh, you know, title defense, yeah. which, of course, uh, we'll highlight and talk about it on the show. I would have loved for the president to, you know, say few words about that because, uh, you know what happened when Richard Comey won the uh, war he title? Went over there. He went over there. The president directed the sports ministry to yeah. give him a car, which they did. You know, normally when we, uh, our boxers go out there to fight, he will be the first to post on his Twitter handle to congratulate them. So I thought that few words of encouragement, possibly maybe if Richard Comey tomorrow is preparing to go into the uh, into the ring and he sees a video or quote from the president, that would have been. I don't know if he will call him. It's really or, probably yeah, but yeah. of course. It would have also been nice. Uh, and the bit about uh, the expenditure, the sports ministry expenditure for the Africa Cup of Nations, I thought that that was something if. Uh, one or two questions that come from that side it would have also been okay but on the whole I think that the sports uh, questions that were asked and the responses yeah they were solid I mean yeah. I, I caught the eye of, of Kojo but mm. you know because of time yeah I'm all, sure you would have loved to ask about I was going to ask about okay. the expenditure you know that's that's what I would have asked but I mean there will be a, another opportunity for a media encounter so like you say uh, the third question that Songo asked the, the president was to elicit a few words of encouragement yeah. for Richard Comey, who fights tomorrow, like mm. we said. Um, I'd, and I wanted Hans to, to begin on that because he's just finished a piece, but Nat also earlier wrote a piece mm. about it. And Nat wrote a very interesting angle um, about the Richard Comey fight. You think that the, the media, the global media, especially the Western media, are treating uh, Richard Comey as... The underdog, even though he's the champion, yes, ahead of the yes. fight. Um, you know, it's it's uh, it's piercing, and and for me, this is where I would want to. I mean, this is at, at this point uh, for me as as a, as a journalist, I would want to drive a lot of uh, positive, you know, positive comments positive and a lot energy. of positive energy towards yeah. what he's doing. But when you look at the other side as well, I'd want to lay some part of the blame on his team as well, because look. Um, sometimes we sit here and say, oh, Isaac Dogbe courted the kind of love that, that Azuma Nelson or earned the kind of love that Azuma Nelson earned during his, his days uh, or during his active days. Guess what? Isaac Dogbe and his father worked their way into the hearts of the Ghanaian people. Yeah. It was a process. It was well thought through. And they worked their way. They broke their backs to get their names on the lips of people. So let's not sit back and think that you can do that um, overnight or just by virtue of winning the belt. Mm. I mean, it really saddens my heart that we're less than 24 or a little past 24 hours to the fight and when you look at the totality of the Ghanaian media, we have done our bit here at Joy Sports. I mean, we did a, a sustained build-up uh, for about a week and a half now and and if you can imagine that every other media house had taken it up and was doing this, at least it could push a little bit and sort of uh, rub shoulders with what the what our colleagues in the West were uh, are doing. 
you know. And it is typical. I mean, when you speak to Ike Bazooka Kwate, he'll tell you his story about when he was going to fight uh, Crisanto Espana back in 19, uh, you know, 1994. Of course, in that case, he was the contender and Crisanto Espana was the champion. Look at Azuma Nelson when he was going to fight Jeff Fennec. Look at the boos from the crowd. I mean, this was a champion who was on a winning streak. And your boxer was going up against him as the contender. And yet there was so much disrespect shown. So uh, Richard Comey's story is, is nothing new. But let's all remember that in the sport of boxing, boxers step into the ring and they find themselves in a very lonely place. This is not like football. This is not like cricket. This is not like basketball. You stand there and you, you, you're supposed to carry the expectations of millions of people whom you represent. Just you. When the punches are, are thrown at you, it's just you. If you have to change your style, it's just you. I mean, sometimes you'd listen to your corner, you'd hear your trainer's voice. Sometimes, depending on how tough the fight is going, you can't even hear your trainer say anything. And there are so many examples to share in that regard. So for me, uh, it's a bit of disappointment. But for now, I want to look at the positive side of it because, I mean, we've, we have, what, 20, 24 hours of... Uh, positivity to share with each other. Let, let's do it. But, but I, I, I think that Richard Comey would have written a great story if he's able to see off Teofimo Lopez. Because you know everybody is talking about how uh, eyes will be fixed on that fight just because, uh, in as much as it's a co-main feature, it's competing for a lot of the attention because many people are looking forward to who will fight, uh, you know, uh, Vasily Lomachenko next year. And that's supposed to be in the first quarter of next year. And Lomachenko himself has loads and loads of interest in this fight. Because, look, whoever wins it gets the opportunity to fight him. So, yes, um, I found it a bit surprising. Because, you see, um, Richard Comey has given proof of himself as a worthy champion. I mean, he didn't just jump onto the opportunity. I would say that uh, the fight that won him the title was easier than the two uh, you know, or, or the, the the five fights that he fought before before that in the lead up to that fight. Yeah. You know, he he he's gone through situations. I mean, situations that have tested his wit, situations that have tested his uh, you know his his psyche and all of that. And I think that he should be given that credit for at least being the more experienced boxer, the man who's seen more difficult situations in the ring. I mean, look, um, I guess that this has zoomed us into the discussion. So let's go straight ahead and start doing it. Then, you know. When you take a look, a critical look at Teofimo Lopez, look, Teofimo Lopez is talented and I see him as a very big phenomenon in the weight division. However, go back and check the record again. Go back and look at his fights again. Teofimo Lopez, aside, um, uh, there's an opponent that he fought called Magdaleno, okay? So, Diego Magdaleno. Diego Magdaleno and Victor Jones, these two boxers are the only guys who went past the fifth round. So, one of them was round six, one of them was round seven. All the others whom he defeated by KO, uh, you know, lasted round two, round three, round one. And then it begs the question, especially when you think about someone like Anthony Joshua and the talk about how he, he's not able to last in the ring when he's stretched to, you know, to the elastic, sorry, to the elastic limit. Okay? So, you have a, a very good contender, a very crafty, uh, a sharp puncher and all of that, who is used to under five rounds, okay? Now, he's coming up against a boxer who has a similar fight style, who was similar to him in terms of height, and who 
is a better boxer, a way better boxer, and somebody who's way up there in terms of pedigree. It sure is going to be a very, very difficult fight for yeah. Teofimo Lopez. And mm-hmm. that is one thing that everybody else, um, especially our colleagues in the Western media, are turning a blind eye on. And this is what I want Komi to capitalize on yeah. and teach, uh, you know, Teofimo, uh, you know, uh, Teofimo Lopez a big lesson. Hans, um, this week, I mean, I've been, I've been sat in the office with you, and you've been. If you're watching YouTube clip after YouTube clip on the... on the analyzing Teofimo Lopez. Yeah, build, in the build-up. So, yeah. I'd um, ask you to, to do that. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> it's been pretty interesting watching the videos yeah. of the people around Lopez speak ahead of the bout. Now, yeah. tell me some of those that you've, you've watched uh, ahead. Okay, so um, Floyd Mayweather's father, uh, Mayweather Senior, has waiting on the fight. He... He said it was difficult to call. He wouldn't make a definite call on that one. He's a smart call. He acknowledged that Komi has got power. You know, um, he acknowledged that, yes, Teofimo is is younger. Uh, he's, he's quick and all of that, but he won't write off Richard Komi. And so he refused to, you know, make a call on the fight. Andre Ward also spoke on the fight. Remind us who Andre Ward is, please. Um, Andre Ward is, is one of those undefeated fighters. Uh, the thing about Ward is that he goes off the radio and pops up when he wants. But um, if, in terms of looking at one of the skilled boxers of the 21st century is one that you can look past. Yeah. And um, Ward referenced Lopez's last fight against Nakatani and made um, statements that I felt were profound. Now, Lopez takes inspiration from the Mayweather star. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit CarShield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at CarShield.com slash audio. That's CarShield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 
Ultra defensive, eh? No, his, his defense not exactly. is not great. Or, or, or don't get hit, sorry. Don't get hit. Don't get hit, that's what um, I mean. Especially employing the pool counter where, you know, he draws in opponent by, you know, moving his upper body backwards and then having opponents commit and then he counters, you know, which leaves opponent bare. So that's one style that he uses a lot. And Ward was saying that, look, you can mimic Mayweather all you want, but you're not Mayweather. <laughs> There's original. Exactly. And and he, he talks about the fact that that style has been the Mayweather family for generations. Which is true. And Floyd has perfected it. And so, if you want to employ it, if you want to use that style, be sure that you're going to be perfect in its execution. And he's spot on. Absolutely right. In fact, look, that May, May Vinci code, as Mayweather calls it, his style, he calls it a code that nobody's able to break. He's been broken several times by other people. He had um, Shane Mosley rocking him in their fight. Zabjuda had him. Marcos Maidana troubled him for 12 rounds. The difference between Mayweather and how he goes about employing that style and the later fighters like Adrian Broner, like Teofimo Lopez and the likes, is this. Floyd has the ring IQ to make adjustments that no other boxer of this generation has. Nobody. He's smarter than any boxer. He's smarter, and they all acknowledge it. There are fights that he should have lost glaringly, but in typical Floyd fashion, he makes adjustments, rallies, and goes on to win. Typical example: Marcos Maidana. Marcos Maidana. Um, um, uh, We had Victor Ortiz. Now the Ortiz fight is where I got to acknowledge that Floyd understood the sport of boxing far better than a lot of boxers. Because, you see, if you remember, Ortiz headbutts him. They are separated. The referee ushers them while looking away. And he takes two quick punches and sends Ortiz down. <laughs> People were booing. When he was interviewed, he made it clear what the rules state. Protect yourself, Protect at, yourself all times. at all times. And this was self-defense. And it was self-defense. And it was legal. Yeah. And it's something that a lot of boxers are probably not even aware of. Yeah. You understand me? And so... You know, he, he comes in with a, with a certain ring IQ that a lot of boxers don't possess. You can pretend to use the Mayweather style all you want. No, you're not Mayweather. But the question is this. When you are found out, can you make adjustments in the way that Mayweather does? And the answer is no. Only he can do it. The football equivalent is that you can have a great starting eleven, but when things go awry in the game... Absolutely. Are you, you have a game changer. Are you savvy enough to be able to tweak things from the, that's, that's, from the that, bench. That's really the thing. So, about the piece that you have you have done, yeah. give us, Nat has given us yeah. the lowdown. So, you can so, check out Nat's piece on uh, my jawline. Okay. What's, what's it? Um, what's um, the name of the piece again? Okay, so it's Kwame versus Lopez. Time to shrug off the yeah, underdog tag. Nice one. So, you yeah. can find that on my jawline.com. A pretty now, cracking read. Yeah. So, yes. so, I started from why the fight isn't getting the bars it's supposed to get mm. in Ghana. Mm. And, and, and I point to one reason. If you look at the last 20 months or so, on the international level, Ghana boxing hasn't been great. Yeah. If you look at the back-to-back beating that Navarrete handed Isaac Dogbe, that's easy to point to. But they are boxers who performed far worse than Isaac Dogbe. That was a high-profile loss. So that was a yeah. high-profile loss. Easy to... It's understandable. And he, made, he did it for 12 rounds, in at least the first fight. If you consider recently, Ebenezer goes to the UK against Daniel Dubois, and loses in round one. You know? Loses in round one. Um, we had... Don't forget about Aupo. 
we had um patrick Alute also against ivy munguya and look there's one image i can never forget i'm sure you remember that image I know, of him I know. in the co- taking co- cover in the corner you know with munguya standing over him um we've had uh, Rafael Mensa also last year, somewhere last year, mm. also one-sided beat down against um, Alberto Machado. The list is endless, but the fact is that Ghanaian boxers haven't represented the country well yeah. in recent times, and that's a fact. Look, there is going there to compete, and there is going there and simply refusing to compete. And I always say it: nobody likes losers, but people respect. <clears throat> those who go in there and even though would lose but would give everything yeah and that is the difference between richard comey and some of the boxers that we have currently yeah look he had back-to-back defeat against shafikov and robert easter jr you know split decision losses but, very the, but the way he lost was impressive but the way he <laughs> lost especially against easter announced his arrival in the united states and for any boxer who is looking to make waves in global boxing Making a statement in U.S. Is, is gold. Yeah. And you should know that. Even after that fight, there were people clamoring for him. He goes to Russia and loses against Shafikov. He doesn't allow his hair to drop. Four fights later, he's world champion. Defends the title against Raymond Beltran, Beltran. And he hasn't looked back since. It's a wonder how the press in the United States and elsewhere have got Richard Comey as the underdog. Now, guess what? Robert Garcia... The trainer of Michael, Marcos Maidana and his own brother, Garcia's own brother, yeah. Mikey Garcia. He was interviewed on this fight and he was asked for his verdict. He said Komi is going to lose by knockout. His younger brother, Peter, was asked the same question. He says Komi loses by a second round knockout. Second round? Yes. Round and, two. And I, round two. And I watched this on YouTube. The moment he made that statement, I paused and started scrolling down to the comments. The first comment was something along the lines of whether Peter was on was on something strong. <laughs> As in, what has he been smoking? Yeah. And that the likelihood is that Kome is going to blast out Teofimo by the second round. Yeah. So yes, much as the press are hyping up Lopez, the public are not buying into that rhetoric because they've seen Kome fight and they know what he possesses. And so yes, um, according to the bookies, he may be going out in as an underdog. But if you look at the wider public, the respect for Komi and the fact that they know how dangerous he is, is concerned means that they are not nobody's even writing. They actually, I think that in the books of, of the of the wider public in the United States, Komi is going as a favorite. Nice one. So and and a lot of people would actually want to see Komi Lomachenko than Lomachenko Teofimo Lopez. Looks like it's I mean yeah, yeah for, for many reasons. This is Joy Fair Stick and it's um 27 minutes to the top of the hour um, in our studios here. Uh, 17 minutes, sorry. 17 minutes to the top of the hour in our studios here. And Komlando was just giving me an idea. He just put in, apparently the president spoke for seven seconds mm. on Komi. Seven seconds. So uh, let's see what the president had to say. I didn't hear that there. So he probably said at the very end. Here's what the president said about uh, Richard Komi. For Ghana, we all of the message to Komi has to be win the title for Ghana. We all of us have to uh, encourage him to do that. So that's that's a rather.
cat message from the president, but uh, yeah, it does a bit. And um, if, if Kome should hear you tomorrow, can I'm imagine, sure be, you yeah. can imagine that Kome is scrolling through his phone right now, yeah. and he gets this, and he sees this short video. You can imagine what it will, it do, will do to, to him. him. Look, I was having a conversation with friends of mine about the kind of atmosphere that is created in camp in the last days in the lead up to this fight. Major fight. Now, in covering world title fights around the world, I've seen some situations which are very pleasing. You see, look, Gary, 99% of the people who follow you mm. know that you like your watch. Mm. Um, among other things. Amongst <laughs> other things, which we can't go into, unfortunately. Um, so, so, so you can imagine that maybe you're getting ready to go and do, uh, you know, a, a, a speech for 40,000 students. Yeah. And somebody brings you watch it from your best joint ahead of doing that. Psychologically, I mean, if you speak to a psychiatrist, they'll tell you what it will do to boost your morale, what it will do to lift your spirit. Uh, I'll take the words of the late uh, Loyani Ajinkwa Kofi, a former, uh, you know, vice president of the WBC. He said, you know something, food is uplifting, you know. <laughs> but away from that, the kind of atmosphere that is created, I, I went on, um, you know, Kome's uh, Instagram page, yeah. and there's a picture of him sitting in the center, and he has this whole crowd of um, of his corner people, Ghanaians living in the U.S. and all of that. And he's sitting in there in the middle with all of them smiling and wearing uh, Kome gear. You know, this is the kind of thing I'm talking about. Um, like I said, it's a very lonely place. And the... the, the only are preparing out, alone. Yeah. yeah, and the media out there will deny you your credit. Do you remember when Floyd Mayweather Jr. made his return back in 2005? He had been away for about three to four years. And uh, he was in the... He was, um, he was getting interviewed by a journalist. And the journalist asked a question which was, uh, you know, which he felt was disrespectful to him. Because, I mean, at the time when he retired, nobody, nobody, uh, you know, was as good as he was. Yeah. So he said, look... I'm the undisputed champion. I'm back here to take what duly belongs to me. Yeah. You understand me? So in the same way, Komi must just understand that, look, this is the space he is. And, I, and I'm glad, you know, um, uh, the media have also spoken about his relative calmness and how he's taking all of it in his stride. I mean, you listen to some of the interviews and he tells you that, hey, I've been an underdog from the very first day that I started fighting. So this is nothing new to me. Yeah. And I like that kind of mindset. This is what he should go into. Hans was speaking about defense. I have a little, uh, you know, policy about defense. I think that um, if you're not able to develop your own defense, which will be unique to you, then you might as well employ um, others, okay? Employ a little bit or a little percentage of the others and make a new one out of it. It makes sense. So you can go, for instance, and, uh, you know, take a look at what uh, George Foreman used to do back in the day, which was the cross elbow, okay? And then you can go and pick a little bit from Floyd Mayweather Jr., which was the trademark swerving, which is leaning with his upper body backwards and swerving the biggest possible hooks that can be thrown at him, okay? Put all of these things together and develop your own defense. Look at uh, Josh, our own Joshua Clotty, for instance. Joshua Clotty, throughout his career came out of his fights 90% of the time unhurt and unscathed. Why? Because his ribs were always overprotected, his face always overprotected. The reason why when he fought Manny Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao had to be ducked points because at a point he struck him with yeah. a double punch. You understand me? So for me, employ a little bit of everything and make it your own. Own it. 
develop it and go with it. Because trust me, the defense in this fight is going to be very crucial. We've been talking, we've been touching on each uh, boxer's, uh, sadly touching on each boxer's disadvantages going into this fight. In as much as I'm Ghanaian and in, in as much as I'm trying to make uh, some sentimental comments sure, in here, sure. um, I feel that Kome has to be very, very careful about those moments when he drops his guard. Yet last week we were talking about this. We referred to this uh, when it came to Andy Ruiz versus, uh, you know, versus AJ. Um, AJ. Gladly, AJ sat back, did proper technical analysis, and was able to overcome it. So I'll, I'm saying this here again, Gary. If I punch you, mm-hmm. okay, and I'm retreat, I'm, and I'm doing my retreat. Yeah. The four seconds which I use to do or or to take a step back is my blind spot. Mm. And those four seconds can become your gold mine or your platinum mine, mm. depending on how swift a puncher you are. And that is what Andy Ruiz taught all of us in the first installment of their bout. In the same way, Teofimo Lopez is very, very fast. He has a very, very sharp left, which he's able to use to do that. And this is where Kome has to be extra careful. I've said this here, I, I spoke, uh, we spoke about this on Monday, on Monday yeah. about how Azuma Nelson has said that one of the best things that can define you as a boxer is opening your eye even when the punch is coming. Nice one. So, all right, that's it for Richard Comey. We wish him the best of luck. Anybody has any ideas about the the uh, fight information and where to watch that sort of thing? Uh, I don't think that ESPN, yeah, ESPN, ESPN yeah. have it, of course. Mm. Uh, but DSTV, I don't think any local channels will be shown. No, no, no. I doubt enough. any local. I'm not sure DSTV. No, they don't have it. it. They don't have it. So best bet, we all know. Now. Yes. Streams, yeah, streams, you know, but yeah. these days <laughs> it's it's quite tough, you know, finding a stream. But hey, I'm sure oh, uh, there, are sources, there are sources oh. out there. Uh, right. there, there are sources there, don't worry. The game is the game. The job, the job, the job. But you have a message. Yeah, I have a message. Yeah. Um, Nana says, Gary, we, we want to know the kind of thing that Atos says he can't go into. Uh, so tell us. He says, I should tell. Well, apart from a father that I like watch, I can eat watch at any time of the day. I'm one of those people who's whose stomachs, mm. you know, doesn't... I mean, Hans Messer, and even if he breathes... Like Hans, if he, even if he breathes food, you know, after a certain time, you grow fat. Me, I, my stomach is an equal opportunity Charlie, employer. And th- there is a message here from Nadrumo. Uh, Nadrumo. Yeah, na- yeah she says... Drumo? Nadrumo, Nadrumo, ah, from La. Oh, okay. She says um, she wants to go for the Joy family party in the park tomorrow, but she doesn't have any family. But we are... F- but we are your family. family. So please come. That's the whole idea. Joy FM is your family, so... Just, just yeah, get yeah. in there. Unless she's talking about the fact that, you know, the ticket price is 25 CDs for six, yeah, a family for six. of six. Um, so, if you want to divide the 25 well, <laughs> over you know, six. Now, now, please come. When you come. Now, come. Whoever you see at the place. At the gate. Ask yeah. of me. Benedict. Yeah, Benedict. How so, much? I'll sort it out. I mean, <laughs> if, if you really want to come for the come. Part, uh, family party in the park, please, please come. Now, down, please right? come. Yeah, it's it's not a problem. So tomorrow, just a quick information about that. It starts uh, at the start at ten p. Uh, eight. 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 <laughs> eight. Now call for me. <laughs> no, is it ten? Ten a.m. Ten a.m. Ten a.m. to six p.m. All right. So at the Legon Botanical Gardens. Exactly. So join us. There's, I mean, there'll be a great, great time there with all the Joy FM guys. We'll be especially going around to interact with. Um, all the great people who listen to us and who want to have a jolly good time with their families as well to begin the Christmas. So, speaking of Christmas, we've spoken of Richard Come, spoken of Nanado, we've spoken of... Uh, no, we've not spoken about Maxwell Kunedu. 
and um, the GFA. Where should we begin? I mean, Hans, Nat, <laughs> Benedict. The GFA have been continuing to make moves, you know, towards sanitizing the game, improving their image, and letting us know that they are serious. So in the last 48 hours, they've again um, increased or they've amped up their social media game on, on getting us ready for the Ghana Premier League by letting us know that they are going to have a season launch yeah. of the Ghana football season. 2019 like Yeah, the coming. season. It is coming. We are ready. Loading. Yeah, loading. Yeah, yeah. So, Which is very good, at least. I mean, anticipation. It, 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 yeah, you get a sense that something is going to happen. Mm. And especially with everything that they are doing in terms of the coaches, referees, match commissioners. And today, at the Football Association, they, they took some match commissioners uh, through uh, what's been a seminar, an exercise, yeah. to get them to be at their best when the league season you know begins uh, on December 28th they started with that of the coaches and the referees and the referees actually ended their four day seminar today which was very good I mean this is an integrity you know test they took the referees through and you know after everything that happened during uh, number 12 yeah, and yeah. you know up to today we are in with the special competition it's all been about the referees and over the years people refused to go to the stadium because aside the players that they are not going to see, the players, the star, that, players, you the mean. star players, I mean, they also have the view that Charlie, the stadium are the good self, the referee will determine the game. So, why would I even go and waste my money and time? Oh, you know, the score already, exactly. For a you understand? Yeah, so, and that's one thing that they are trying to eradicate now. The Ghana Premier League Committee, headed by Alaji Jaula, and then uh, Jesse as uh, the vice Jesse Japan, I mean, they, they are trying to. You know, do something, you'll end the GFA for that matter. The coaches as well, they took them through a seminar, uh, which Utia Kenten, who is a technical director at the Football Association, you know, spearheaded. That they want the coaches to refresh their minds, the things that they know, the new trends of the game, so that when the season begins, and one thing that I, I was very pleased when I went there was that it wasn't just about the Premier League coaches, they did that for that of Division One coaches. That of the women's elite club coaches. Oh, yes, yeah. they did it for all the coaches, and fortunately for them, they had the national team coach there to share his experience being with the Black Stars and also to learn from these coaches. And I, I had a chat with Solomon Ojo, who used to be with Bukum Chelsea, now with Bukum Arsenal, and yeah. he talked about how you know this exercise should be uh, often, same as uh, that of Wilfred uh, Dorman, who is now with Dream Safety. Also shared the same sentiment that you know it, sh- it shouldn't just be a one day thing yeah i mean as the, league, uh, as the season goes on they should bring the coaches in uh, look at their conduct during matches how they communicate to the media and all that you understand so i think that uh, the fa yes game changer as a uh, cat saying say. he's going to do uh, he's going to change the game they, they are on the right path nice one so you that's know, what's been happening yeah, yeah. anybody um one of our biggest cries over the years is how um, we see the development in Europe and, and in America where there's a lot of uh, revenue that comes in, you know, away from what is done at the gates and at the tills. That's regular, but a lot of the money comes in through merchandising. Um, I see a merchandising boom. Now, um, you remember when Accra Hatsavuk released their Umbro jersey? Yeah, you remember when Kumasi Asante Kotoko released theirs? Strike. The fans just started this thing on Twitter, and I think it's catching on very well. Now, I'm imagining this build-up, you know, where 
um, we've built up to this uh, President's Cup game on Sunday. Let's all remember that there is going to be live commentary here on this dial. Uh, uh, it's, 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 it's been called off. It's been called off. Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. But, but, but that's one thing that we have to talk about. Yeah, Charlie, this yeah. calling so, off, calling off thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The National Sports Authority. Charlie, this should be a warning. Hey. Yeah, well, of course. But I'll tell you something. I had a friend who's an entrepreneur. He's been trying to um, to, to uh, raise raise a facility so we can get a covering, you know, so that he can start renting it out. I mean, I don't think he's been successful with doing that so that we get this over and done with so that people can... Because, you see, we don't even have alternatives. And my problem is, and the reason why Benedict is issuing a warning is that we are never able to stamp our feet and say, or stamp authority and say, you know, because I remember very well that when the stadium was renovated, mm. I had friends who wanted to organize a concert to bring Bujubantan to Ghana when, after he was released from prison. And the immediate, once we made our contacts with the ministry and all of that, the immediate response was, my friend, it's a no-no. So I don't know what happened in okay. this case. Nathan, come the, the, warning, the warning I'm issuing to the sports authorities is not to you know, give the stadium out for not, not that one, yeah. They can do that. I mean, Wembley, they give it out for events. All, all the major facilities in the world do it. Even yeah. South Africa, FNB. Lady Gaga came to South Africa some years back to perform. FNB, as of today, recorded the highest number since that stadium was built. Yep. You understand? Over 90,000 people were in the stadium for that Lady Gaga event. I'm not saying they shouldn't rent it out for other events. They can do for funeral. They can do for anything because, of course, they not come to the stadium. Just cover the pitch. It's as simple as yeah, that. Yeah, as simple as that. Just cover the pitch. Wembley, Anthony Joshua, where I did know, he find preschool? school? Was it not Wembley? Where was the, uh, the I mean there's the, the concert after the, concert the, the, and, and you know there are the so many and I and I you know you, you you speak to a lot of these friends of ours in the events uh you know and events the design industry there are so many interventions that can be made so if this is the direction we want to go to which is uh, a good thing because look across stadium I do not think ever broke even yeah. I mean, we spent, what, close to 30-something million dollars to renovate that place back in 2008. Well, we have, we'd never broke even, okay? Um, so, for me, I think that we need to get a solution. Get a solution. Yeah, Use the place for as many events yeah. as possible. I want to see the next boxing event that can fill that, that place away from, you know, DK Poison uh, some decades ago. And you today, know? you know, some of the Galco officials were told by the National Sports Authority boss that uh, he was not informed they were going to play a President's Cup Day. Wow. When when they had informed the, the minister. And the presidency. <laughs> and the wow. sports authority, but he didn't know. If he knew, he wouldn't have allowed them to even use it for the KDB program. Wow. That's what I'm saying. This should be a warning to the anyway, national sports authority. You know, so, so, so wrapping up my point. Yeah, wrapping up my point. I see a, a big boom in, uh, you know, in merchandising, which surely is going to be a big break. So Because you can imagine, even the small clubs, that gradually, I mean, they start. I mean, and you look at the, the local economy of your base and then you, you, you price accordingly and then gradually, because look, there are so many options um, in terms of quality. I mean, you can get a grade A shirt, you can get a grade 10 shirt. You know, we can start it gradually, get a properly structured system so that it becomes, uh, you know, because right, look, right, the, right. the gates are not, have not helped in a very long time. And you know, the, the last one, the last point, uh, Gary, is I was very excited when I, I hosted some, uh, you know, some fans of Accra Hearts of Oak. They call it Phobia Tertiary. And these are, this is supposed to be the support wing of Accra Hearts of Oak in the tertiary institution.